Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 608 live on a Friday. Mark Aram and the Banana is keeping you informed and entertained on your way home. We've got a... Like it's just a jam-packed show. Deborah Green found some amazing stories, some funny stories to talk about. Uh, and that's what we're going to do for the next two hours. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for spending part of your uh, afternoon commute with us. You had options. You had options. You can listen to uh, Lake Wobegon. Is that still a thing? The Lake Wobegon show? I don't even know what that is. You don't know what that is? No. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Really? Life. Oh, I just need to aged myself. Up. No, don't look it up. There's, there's no reason for you to look it up. <laughs> anyway, the... Uh, I'm thanking you for joining us today, especially after last night's show when I totally let you down. This is this is why I don't do political analysis or predictions, because at the end of the show last night, we had a short show. I I implored every one of you. Do not miss the presidential debate. Oh, yeah, I know. Don't do it. Do not miss it. Whatever you have to do. Cancel plans. um, Punt your kids to the babysitters. Whatever you got to do. Give yourself the 90 minutes to watch the presidential debate because I predicted it would be like an asteroid hitting a meteor, hitting a comet. Like, that's how bad I thought it would be. And I watched it, and it was almost a normal presidential debate. It was absolutely a normal. Yeah. I mean, almost normal. There was, I mean, it wasn't exactly Nixon Kennedy, but I mean, but. I I was so wrong, Chuck. Yeah. I was a hundred percent wrong, and I'm glad I was wrong. Like we actually got some conversation in. The moderator crushed it. She did a great job. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump listened. The president listened to his uh, advisors. Took the. It was a professional debate. Now, granted, both of them lied through their teeth a number of times, but I mean that's that's what we come to expect it's for us to figure. But out. it was not. I mean, I predicted. Like the like uh, a Kardashian style reality show, like the Kardashians meeting up with the Real Housewives of New Jersey and getting in a fight. Like that's what I thought was going to happen, and I couldn't have been further from the truth. So I owe everyone, and and well, oh, maybe not really. Think about all the people that might have actually learned something. They they tuned in for fair a, enough. A, a, you know, for a train wreck, a train wreck, yeah. and it turned out they're like, oh, they might have learned something. They so, might, yeah. But I still feel bad. Well, you did set it because up I know, because I know people don't come to the show looking <laughs> for and politics switch. and political analysis. And I, 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 like literally, forcibly, almost said, you, you need did. to watch this debate. So maybe some good comes out of it. But I feel bad. I cost uh, a lot of folks were expecting a ninety-minute train wreck, and and I did not provide that for them. I did not guess that. So the bottom line is two things. I am so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I do. I, I was watching it. I'm like, <laughs> 10 minutes in, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to happen. Like, I, this, I, this isn't going to happen. Like, the, the listeners are going to be so mad at me. Because you know there were people that listened last night that would have had no intention to watch it, but like, well, I trust Mark Aram. He's, yeah. a, you know, he's a he nice guy. Me. He told me to do yeah. it. And I did, and I, it was like a swing and a, a miss. 
It's the only reason why I stayed till midnight last night. I mean, I, remember, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I volunteered. I was like, well, might as well. I mean, it's going to be the yeah, best. Yeah, best best thing gonna ever. It's going to be great. Must, must watch TV. And, <laughs> work the extra hours. And right? I just feel so. So here's the deal. I owe you 90 minutes of your life. If there's anything I could do to make it up to you, let me know. Now, you have to have actually, you have to be a small slice of the listenership that had no intention of watching the debate, but decided to do it because I made you. Like, if you're going to watch it anyway, I don't owe you anything. I was just wrong. But if you changed your schedule last night and was like, well, I, I need, I trust Mark Aram's word. I uh, appreciate his his candor and his analysis. And he said, this is must watch. If that is you, I owe you 90 minutes. Whatever whatever I can do for you to make up for that, just let me know. Because I, I literally, I mean, I felt good because it was actual an actual debate. But I felt horrible for all the folks that were watching or listening last night and then, like, blew off their plans. Like, they were supposed to, uh, you know, uh, their niece had a digital dance recital and they were supposed to Zoom it and they didn't do it. Like, the, the people that blew off plans last night because I told them to. I feel, I, I still, I woke up this morning and I was just in a sour mood. I'm like, I feel so bad. Everyone's like, why? Because it's Friday, payday Friday. And normally I'm jumping off the ceiling on payday Friday. And uh, Judd Hickenbaugh's like, man, what's going on? You all right? I'm like, I feel so bad, Judd. I feel so bad. Did you, uh, So Longo was forced to watch it. Uh, Lo, I was going to call you Low T. Chuck. Charles Thomas of The Revenant joins yes. us. Uh, uh, did you soak it all in? Did you? Did, yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. kind of have to for, yeah. for Erickson's show. Yeah. And, it, and he, it was, I, was, I was honestly, I wasn't bored, but I was less into it. Yeah. There's no, there were no fireworks. Not really. Yeah. No, there. I mean, there were some subtle zingers. So in in debate world, if our expectations weren't what they were, if this was just the first debate, yeah. it would have been great. Yeah. But the expectation was set like we're ready for <laughs> exactly. like some counter punching. Yeah, yeah. And and the, the there was it was much more subtle jabs that you just have to pay attention more. What I found amazing, and I thought it was pretty even. Uh, I, it I, was. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think they both scored some points. They both made some gaffes. They both told some lies. All in all, I thought it was. Uh, but on my Facebook page, and never mind Twitter. Twitter's a whole other universe. Yeah. But Facebook is that's those are people that I'm friends with, right? Like uh, your Facebook yeah. feed, friends, coworkers, people from high school. Deborah Green's like no, yeah. uh, <laughs> people I went to school with, relatives, whatever. It was a whole nother world yesterday, last night, as I'm watching the debate, and I'm you know on social media. No, just two different oh, universes saw yeah, that yeah, debate. Yeah. Like there was, uh, there was no middle ground. No. Like the Joe Biden supporters were like, "Oh, it's over now. He crushed him." Blah blah blah. Yeah. And Trump supporters were like, "What? A, what an amazing performance!" I mean, they were watching the same debate. And like, yep. I'm I'm Facebook friends with reasonable, smart people, and I I give them maybe too much credit to take the blinders off and actually just soak in what they're seeing without any preconceived uh, biases. Forget it. Forget it. Like they were they were. <laughs> Some of my Republican friends were just like Joe Biden, that that mush mouth pedophile son of a biscuit, like just like. And then my Democratic friends like that lying scumbag. Oh, yeah. COVID breathing, you know, like and I'm like, they're like <laughs> but each of them thought that their candidate. Yeah, it, it, I'm so frustrated because how it was. I don't know. I, did, I don't know how one person can see it as it's, it's like a boxing match. Right. When it goes to the scorecards. Yes. You never know what's going to happen. You know, you get the, the one judge that scores it, it yeah. uh, 119 to 101. You're like, what the hell is he watching? 
Like, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, what are these people watching? You have one judge that scored at 119 to 101 for Ali, and the other one doing it 119 to 101 for um, Frazier? George Foreman. Or It's like, are these people not watching the same fight? What the heck? I mean, I, I was... I thought it was pretty even. Uh, there were, I mean, if I if I had to do it, I would call it a draw. I thought they both did what they had to do, and I was, you know, I was impressed with. But on Facebook, that, oh no, I'm I'm so close to getting rid of Facebook, man. It's yeah, such, it's the worst. It is so they, social media, yeah, is pointless. It's just I don't know. It was an eye opening experience. That's why Deborah Green will not accept my friend request on Facebook. Because it's just sitting you've there. never sent me one. No, I, I don't even know your is your name like a real name on no, there. Of course, yeah, not. I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't think so. But I, and then I say oh, I'm going to give it up, and then I but yeah, you know I see pictures of of Jackson Thomas Abernathy <laughs> Hainsbridge the third, and I see pictures of Longoria's kids, and they're so adorable. Yeah. And like I see pictures. Oh, uh, a coworker of mine, Rick Wilson. When I my first ever job was writing uh, for a newspaper in Connecticut, and I started when I was 14 years in high school, and I would, I would they were I was a stringer. They'd send me out to cover the high school wrestling or the volleyball or the football game, whatever. And I was 14 when I was doing this, working with like real journalists. And the fact that they didn't look at me like get the hell out of here, yeah. kid. <laughs> uh, they did call me kid though on the schedule, be like the kid. But, uh, but one of the one of the guys there was Rick Wilson, uh, a veteran sports writer. Great writer, amazing writer, and his mom passed yesterday. And the only reason I knew it was because of Facebook, and so I was able to send condolences without Facebook. But then, then I did the debates last night, and I look on, and like normal people losing their minds. And this isn't just a, a left or right thing; people were losing their minds on both sides. Yeah. Absolutely bananas. B a n a n a s. Anyway, I just wanted to get that off. I apologize if you if you lost ninety minutes of your life. Uh, last night watching the debate because I told you so and you weren't going to do it anyway, call me up and tell me what I can do to make it up for you. I, I, I legitimately, this isn't a bit, this isn't radio. I feel bad. I felt bad last night. I feel bad now. If you blew off plans or, you know, didn't take your dog on an extra long walk because you said, oh, Mark Aram said I got to watch this. What can I do to make it up for you? I'm, I'm paying, what's it called in the Catholic Church, Deborah Green? My, uh... Penance? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing my penance now. I really feel bad. I want to make it up for you. What can I do if I cost you 90 minutes of your life last night? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Arab. It's Friday. We're going to have some fun. Kick your uh, shoes off. Let your hair down. It's the Mark Arab Show on 95.5 WSB. 625, 76 degrees on Peachtree Street, 7 on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Chuck, where the hell's fall, man? Where's autumn? I was promised autumn. I don't know, man. Unbelievable. Uh, I feel bad. I'm already making amends. Uh, James shot out to me on uh, Instagram, said, hey, Mark, we canceled dinner date last night. Uh, had dinner plans, but watched it. It was actually nice to see the, perform- the president performing well. Dinner gift card to make up for it. Uh, I countered with a $25 Starbucks gift card. He accepted. So I felt bad that dude canceled dinner. I cannot believe someone canceled dinner on your recommendation to watch But that's the power that I have. (laughs) I'm thinking you're getting scammed for a a car. Well, anyway, listen, I I felt really bad. So (laughs) what can I do to make it? Listen, this isn't Aram handing out free money. But if I can do something, you just set that up. Yeah, I know. I, I did that the other day. Remind me to tell you that story on Twitter. But if I, if I can do something, a plug, uh, say say hi to your wife or whatever, something to make it up. I just feel bad that 
that people gave up their time yesterday because on my say so. Uh, Vince is in Lawrenceville. Vince, welcome to the show. What can I do for you, buddy? Uh, you can find me another job. For oh, one. Oh, what happened? What's going on? Well, well, you didn't quit your job. You didn't quit your job because you wanted to watch the debate or anything like that. Well, you're close. Oh, go. All right, go ahead, Vince. Yeah, so uh, I worked in mid-shift uh, at a warehouse, and I told my boss I had a family emergency. Came in this morning, he asked me what the emergency was. I said I had to go home and watch the debate with my family. And he fired me. Was this a good job? I'm kidding. Oh, totally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't know if I could. Vince, if you're going that route, I don't know if I could help you out. But if, if you did, seriously... I mean, I'm glad you watched the debate. I think we all should, as Americans, watch the debate. But uh, you were—you did not get what I sold you. I sold you fireworks. I sold you WrestleMania Nine, and you got uh, PBS. You know, so I apologize. You got Dora the Explorer. I promised WrestleMania, and you got Dora the Explorer. Explorer, Explorer. Um, trying to make amends for uh, my call on the debate last night. What can I do to make it up to you? 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. It's Friday on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, it's Shaquille O'Neal. You're listening to the lyric dropping, traffic mopping, Hall of Fame gloating, drive time promoting. This is the Mark Aram Show. Deb Green hit my music. 639, 21 in front of 7 for the record. Deb Green does not hit the music, Shaq. It's uh, Longoria, the stoic one. Sometimes Chris Chandler plays piano during the show. He joins us live from the WSB Radio Newsroom. You get it free, too. Uh, Great job yesterday, I'm assuming, on your Facebook Live. I didn't watch it. I'm so sorry. I meant to. I remember I said I was going to heckle you during the debate. Yeah, it was very late for you. Very so late so Chris you. Chandler, during the debate, was hosting a Facebook Live on the WSB Radio Facebook page with uh, voters right. and getting their reaction to what they saw. I apologize to the listeners because I promised them WrestleMania, and they got uh, nothing close to that. <laughs> nope. What did the uh, focus group think about they, the debate well, last so, night? So uh, we're not really broken down by parties. These guys were picked by research, right? So yeah. it's, it's not picked automatically to be Trump or Biden. The first debate, every Everybody agreed that it was out of hand. Yeah. But what I have found was that in the in those dueling town halls, when uh, they were separate, and last night when it was calmer, that the reaction really does break down more along whatever political views you had in the first place. But they pretty much all agreed that it was too late last night, really, uh, to change anything. And the other thing I think is really interesting is mm-hmm. that everybody agrees with calling Joe Biden grandpa or Mr. Rogers or sleepy Uncle Joe. Half of the meaning is an insult, and the other half are like... <sighs> yeah, it's just, what we need. It's a calming voice. Yeah. I got, and, and that's what I saw on my Facebook feed. Uh, Republicans were were just uh, over the moon with the president's performance and thought Biden was a, a stumbling, bumbling fool. And the Democrats that I'm friends with on Facebook thought Biden crushed it and and. President Trump was a maniac, a liar, and et cetera, right. et cetera. That's kind of the way it should be, really. If everybody, <laughs> no, well, it is. If everybody has sort of minded their business, you know, instead of it being a free for all, uh, yeah. almost everybody liked the uh, moderator too from both sides. She was great. Yeah. She was great. Chris Chandler, have a great weekend, buddy. Uh, how can I make it up to you if you uh, if you actually watched or listened to the debate last night because of my say so? Ruth Mary's in Lawrenceville. Ruth Mary, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are y'all doing? Yeah, happy Friday. Thank you. Hey, um, you don't have to go to confession. You don't have to do penance. I felt the same thing as you did. I thought it was going to be a a train going over a long span bridge, (laughs) over a mile-high gorge, and the bridge was going to break in half, and all the cars were going to go down and just blow up at the end. And so you you didn't – I ended up going to Publix where shopping is a pleasure. Totally. 
and my husband did some football game. I kind of listened to the debate off and on, but I worked on my mass cards last night. So Oh, very nice. I, I didn't uh I I figured I can catch up the rerun on um what is it, C-SPAN or something like that yeah. and see how it goes. And that, that's I what like I, you know that's the I, I think that's a, a good thing in 2020. Like there's a lot of bad things going on right now. One of the things, like, say you were at work yesterday, like Longoria, and you missed the debate. You can you can watch the debate at four in the morning, noon the next day. Like yeah. all this content is available. That didn't happen when we were kids. Like no. if you missed a show and you, you didn't it. hit that VHS cassette record button, that was gone. It was in the ether. You never do it. But now everything is on demand after, which is great. Mark is in Marietta. Mark, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Can you, can you hear me okay? I'd be on speaker. I'm driving here. You sound great, brother. Right, perfect. Uh, I just want to say you don't owe me anything. I, I didn't watch it. My candidate, the Libertarian Party candidate, Joe Jorgensen, she wasn't in the debate, so I don't watch it. But I will say this, though, real quick. You know what you could do? Just let me share this real quick story, Mark. You're going to love this. Actually. Go ahead. I'm a native Minnesotan, and, uh, of course, I managed to escape the frozen tundra, and I've been in the Atlanta area for a dozen years now. But uh, last year, I was uh, I took a trip up to Minnesota to visit some friends and family, and I rented a vehicle. And I'm in the southwest part of the state late at night, and you know how those signals trans, uh, uh, transmit late at night. And I, I'm going through the stations, and I get to like zero seven fifty up in southwest Minnesota. I'm like, oh, another seven fifty, and then I hear your voice, Mark. <laughs> I kid you not, it was AM seven fifty WSB Atlanta. And you're on there promoting your show, man. That's awesome. I've I've had some amazing experiences. Listen, I've listened to uh, the show in my parents' driveway in Connecticut, uh, on the Belt Parkway in Brooklyn. I'm sure in Corpus you could pick it up on some clear nights. Wisconsin, I'm sure, Deborah Green, you get 750 on some clear nights. I think it's 38 states at night uh, pick up the 750 signal. That's good stuff. Uh, Harper's in Marietta. Harper, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi. Hey, Harps. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so I usually don't watch. I usually, like, read the transcript or whatnot from the debates, but I watched it because I'm like, okay, last time was a throwdown. This time should be a throwdown. I am in the mood because I don't want to watch the World Series. And no throwdown, but today the shark exhibit opened at the Georgia Aquarium, and I forgot to order our tickets because I'm looking forward to this debate. Now, of course, I'm still going to get the tickets, so you don't owe me anything. But my daughter's friend was like, oh, it was so exciting. It was this, it was that, because of all the virtual learning. So she was like, we didn't go because Mommy forgot. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me see. Did you already order your tickets? No, no, because tomorrow is uh tomorrow the time frame was sold out that we could go tomorrow all right so hey, hang on the line harper uh chuck at harper's email i don't have much pull but if i can swing some shark exhibit tickets for harper i'll make it up to you she missed buying that's the power that my uh, i have no i don't know i just feel bad i still feel bad we'll come back uh lee is a dude according to chuck and alan will be next in the mark Aram show 404-872-0750 it's 95.5 wsb atlantis news and talk 6.53.7 in front of 7. Mark Aaron, the banana is at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Second hour of the show. We're going to do uh, Does Alex Williams Know This Food? And we're going to play 
Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Finishing up my mea culpa from last night where I implored folks to watch the debate, the final presidential debate between President Trump and former Vice President uh, Joe Biden because I thought it would be just uh, an asteroid hitting a comet uh, running into an, uh, a meteorite. I thought it would be that explosive, and it wasn't. Thankfully, it wasn't. I think for the good of the nation, it wasn't. Uh, but I sold you a bill of goods, and it I did not deliver. So how can I make it up to you? Lee is a dude, and Lee joins us on the Mark Aram Show. How are you, Lee? I'm well, Mark. How you doing? Excellent. What's going on, brother? Quick story. We were cleaning the closet out, and my wife had a box set there of stuff she was going to throw out. And I looked at it, and these about three or 400 baseball cards from the 80s and 90s and some from the 70s. I said, don't throw them out. I could donate them to somebody or some kids or somebody. I looked through them. Uh, some of them are the people that I'd remember from my son's collection. Those people like Pete Rose, Chipper Jones, Wade Boggs, Jose Caseco. Uh, is there some place where I could get, you know, I don't want to just throw them away. No, no, definitely don't throw them away. Uh, Here's what I want you to do. Go to uh, my buddies Ryan and Andy, ClassicPackBreaks.com. Check out their website. uh, Shoot them an email, and they'll be able to point you in the right direction about where you can donate them or get them appraised or whatever. Yeah, my son collected. He was a big sports fan younger. He's 47 now. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm 70. I'm 71, and, and he said he didn't want them. He don't have time to fool with them. Yeah, just he's an RN. He works the emergency room. Oh, very cool. Yeah, just go to classicpackbreaks.com, Lee, and uh, and Ryan and Andy will will take care of you. They're good dudes out in Loganville. Uh, Alan's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Alan, what's going on? Hey, I'm doing all right. Yourself? I'm Friday. It's payday. I mean, I I couldn't be any happier. Amen. Uh, I, I'll take some free barbecue. Uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to tell you, don't feel too bad. Uh, I uh, ended up falling asleep. I woke up and was listening to the rehash. Fell asleep again, and then I woke up again, and it was a rerun. So it, it kept me sleeping through the night. That was a nice sedative for you, Alan. That's good. Yeah, you got the, it worked you get... out. So, uh, I knew Biden was going to be on there, you know, so, hey. Very, very calming. It was, I mean, it was, I, I'm glad. I haven't seen the numbers yet, Chuck. Have you seen the overnight numbers? I don't know how many people tuned in. No, no. I yet. mean, it's kind of late in the game. Like, so many millions of people have voted already. I can't imagine many undecideds out there. I don't know if it has a big impact, but it was actually nice to see a somewhat similar, uh, civilized debate. Pat is a woman in Woodstock. Pat, welcome to the show. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Mark. I want you to do something for a mayor couple, Copa, for me. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. I want you to say, go River Ridge, beat Creekview. Ooh, all right. Do, you want, do we need some music here? Is this uh? Oh, yeah. You got to go. Got, give me some music. music. Uh, go. All right. Say it again. Go Riverview. No, no, no. Oh. Go River Ridge, beat Creekview. River Ridge, beat Creekview. All right. You ready, Longor? You got any music for me? I have no idea what you're doing. I'm just, I'm just, uh, Creek View. All right, here we go. You ready? Hey, it's Mark Aram from the Mark Aram Show at 95.5 WSB in honor of Pat in Woodstock. Go River Ridge Beat Creek View. I couldn't read my writing. We'll do it one more time. Hey, it's Mark Aram from 95.5 WSB in honor of Pat in Woodstock. Go River Ridge Beat Creek View. How was that? 
perfect. All right. Apologies to all the Creekview folks out there, by the way. And Longoria says, take the nine. Take the nine points in Creekview. He says they're going to cover. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, when we come back, um, some more. We're going we're gonna to move on from the debate. I've got some fun stories that Deborah brought along and your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there, coming up on 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Whole family's here on a Friday. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck Low screens tea. them calls. Uh, I totally missed the Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump Jr. interview with Erickson on Atlanta's Evening News. Chuck's going to post that podcast. So he had Donald Trump Jr., and we're going to have Russ in Gainesville in 30 minutes. So just to juxtapose the uh, the two, I'm not saying one is better than the other. No, they no, both make no are, judgments. Yeah, they're both very entertaining. So uh, <laughs> Erickson gets Donald Trump Big Jr., gets. and I, I'm, I'm happy. Big get. I, I'm happy to have Russ in Gainesville. We're going to play Never Have I Ever. Um, I want to talk about, this is a funny story. So the other day, I'm in the traffic center. I work mornings. I do uh, traffic for Channel 2 and WSB Radio and B98 and 97 won the river. And I'm in there with Ashley Frasca every morning. And bless her heart, because I'm not fun at, th- you know, I'm fun at 7.07 p.m. At, at 4 a.m., I'm not a fun guy. I'm not a mean guy. I just don't, I'm just not fun. Who the hell's fun at 4 a.m.? So, first of all, bless her heart. She has to deal with me. But, she, we're, you know, we're watching some news story. It was some crime story uh, that Channel 2 is covering. And Frasca goes, do you think the criminals go home? Oh, I know what it was. It was when I drove by that body I f- right. that was found. That was the story. Uh, at, in front of the Goodwill, 54-year-old dude shot at 3.30 in the morning in front of Goodwill by three, uh, and three cars took off from the scene. It's just a crazy story. And Frasca goes, do you think the criminals rush home to watch the news to see if they made the news? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. That's an actual really good question. Maybe. I, so if there are any criminals out there, I, w- I mean, you don't have to tell me your real name. You don't have to tell me the crimes you committed. But if you ever committed a crime and then being like, oh, I wonder if I make the news. Is that like, does that boost your street cred? If you're like, oh, that was Longoria's hit. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that was Longoria's. I, Louise, man. I don't know. Like, that was Longoria's carjacking. Like, do, cri- do you think criminals care about that? I think if I <laughs> turned to a life of crime and I did something nefarious. I would rush home and be like, oh, let's see if the news got it. I don't know. Is that a, a just, is mis, am I just being really weird? No, I guess so. I mean, because that's, I mean, they, they, they're, they're, they want to get something out of it, I guess. Well, you know? I'd be worried about like, uh-oh, and they have my info. Like, yeah. I've got right. Well, that's you got away the, with it. Yeah. But that's another thing that they might check the news on. Like, all right, what do they know? Like, do they, do they have a description? And the only reason I think this is a legitimate thing is, again, this is from Goodfellas. Do you remember the scene in Goodfellas where they, they do the Lufthansa heist at the airport? Oh, and yeah, Henry a... Hill's in the shower listening to the radio. Yeah. And 1010 wins uh, in New York is like, uh, the authorities are calling it the biggest heist ever. Could be $7 million. And Henry Hill, who masterminded the thing, was like, yeah. Yeah, like, he's all excited. He's hitting the, banging yeah. the wall on the shower. So I, I think that's, I think it's, I think, 
criminals actually will go home and, and for whatever reason, whether it's to find out if they're wanted or just to see if they got publicity. Yeah, I mean, I can see some of them doing that. Yeah. yeah I can. Because I remember there was a story, too. This was, gosh, 20 years ago that um, there was some sort of a gang. I don't think it was here in Metro Atlanta. might have been Chicago or Compton or something. Um, but they, like, uh, the gangs kept a uh, scrapbook of their of their crimes. <laughs> well, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah, but like the like the, to look back on memories. Like oh, the, remember the, this day? The wet bandits? I don't I don't know who it was, but they they kept a scrapbook of like armed robberies and so when the police raided them, they basically laid out like uh, the they album have might even of them like in front of the place. Yeah, like, like the album might even said tonight. like uh, uh give me a name in a fake name of a gang Longoria. I don't know the the poor boys. Yeah, right. Is that what is that what Biden <laughs> yeah. said yesterday? Yeah, yeah. right. it's like calling the poor boys. So the the, the poor boys gang, like they there was like poor boys crimes twenty in nineteen ninety seven. You know, and they had a, a scrapbook, like a yearbook, like <laughs> oh. Is, so I don't know. I just your thoughts on that. I thought it was pretty. It was a pretty good observation from Francisco. Like, do you think the criminals go home and watch us to see if they, you know? And I, that's a great question. Yeah. So if you have any insight on that, I'd love to hear from you. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, TJ joins us in Sandy Springs. TJ, thanks for calling. What's going on, buddy? Uh, nothing much. My thought is this. He comes into the house with his friends, and they start laughing at him because they saw my TV. Say this. What Do you understand what he's saying, Deborah? He's saying that his friends are all watching TV, and he comes home, and they laugh at him because, I, hey, man, we just saw you do your crime oh, on TV. Oh, I got you. So you think the friends are at home on the couch, and they watch the news, and like, oh, TJ just knocked over that quick trip. Exactly. You're busted. <laughs> nice. All right. I think, I don't know. Do criminals even watch the news? Oh, they're watching Netflix. Yeah. Back in the day, they were watching the news. When well, we only had three well, channels. Four, yeah, well, there was four channels and nothing else <laughs> They to only watch. had three channels. Uh, now you're probably right. They're watching Netflix or YouTube. By the way, I just finished uh, The Boys. Great show, right? Great show. It I, is set up for season three. Yeah, yeah. They, it did set up. Yep. Uh, I ho- is, there, is it in yeah. production? Okay, oh, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Yep. That, was a, that was a good show. Yep. I enjoyed that. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Again, if you are a criminal, you can use a fake name, a nom de plume, as Longoria says, and you don't have to tell me your crime. I just want to know if you, um, you know, if you commit a crime. Are you checking out the newspaper? I would think it would be like likes, you know, like you post something on social media and you, yeah. and if you don't get any likes, you're like, oh, yeah. man, what the hell? Okay. You what? Know? That, only CBS picked up this yeah, story? Yeah, Why did no one else like... pick up this story? <laughs> uh, all right, so 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Um, you guys, this is a fun, another funny story. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm a six-year-old boy in this story. Okay, that started so, out weird. So, <laughs> no, just because I laughed at the story. Oh, all right. So, and again, I'm going to handle this as politely as I can. Sophia Choi was filling in for Linda Stouffer the other day, and the headline of the story, they have her read. This is her read. Hummers are making a comeback. <laughs> and I was like, what? First of all, I didn't know Hummers were not a thing anymore. Away, but man. I'm very excited they're making a comeback. <laughs> so once I finished laughing at that line, like who wrote, like the producer writes that for her, right? Yeah, yeah. And intentionally. I know intentionally. One, there was a producer that was like, oh, all right, we'll give this one to Sophia. Sophia Joy's like, Hummers are making a comeback. I'm like, yes. Anyway, here's the story. You might guys remember the Hummer, right? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you the see them every once in a while. Big SUVs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. One of my coworkers had one. It took up so much room at the uh, parking lot. Royal Marshall used to have one here. And he didn't have the 
the massive Humvee. He had yeah, the second right. one. Yeah, those second or third ones that yeah. were a little smaller. Uh, Ryan Young from Channel 2 had one, too. And I remember there was a huge sale on them um, because there was some sort of tax break that was expiring. And so, like, people you were— got a tax break for buying a Humvee? Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but, like, there was a huge sale explosion. But they've been kind of, like, gone from— Yeah, I Sadly, them, yeah. there have been few Hummers— uh, in Metro Atlanta, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but General Motors uh, is uh, bringing back the GMC Hummer, but this time it's going to be electric, an electric Hummer. Uh, the next version of the truck, the Hummer EV3X, the Hummer Eric von Hessler 3X, <laughs> is going to be in production in the fall of 2020. It was designed and engineered in 18 months, and is going to cost Longoria. Ooh. $99,995 for an electric car. I don't know. That's, that's expensive for any, that's expensive for for any car. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to, but the fact that they're like, that shows me that electric cars are, if, if Hummer is like, all right, we're going to make an electric one. Like that's the future. It really is. It just seems like, I don't know. I don't know if I would buy an electric Hummer. No, I'm I'm not. Never buy an electric car. I, yeah. I, I think eventually it's going to be just the way it is. I mean, if you talk to people, because um, gas prices are low right now, so there hasn't been a big push to it. Um, but I, I definitely think in, in 15 years, they will be the majority of the cars on in the road. In 15 years? Yeah. No. In Europe, there's already, you can't sell gasoline cars in certain countries. Really? Like Norway and Sweden, I believe. Yeah. There, you cannot have any. It's all going to be electric from 2020 onwards. So you can still keep your older car, but they're not going to sell anything new, and they're getting rid of like parts and repair shops and everything. What was really eye-opener for me, Chuck, was last Christmas when I was driving home to Connecticut, and every rest stop had charging stations. Mm-hmm. That that was like wow because that would have been the draw that's the drawback for me if an electric car you can only go two hundred fifty miles or whatever but uh, every rest stop north of uh, I don't know well, we Virginia. got them here in the parking room. yeah yeah exactly um, and I have one in my in my complex too mm-hmm. um, but they charge you for it oh, they really? charge you here yeah of course they charge you here for them no do they really oh, I didn't yeah, know that for sure. Yeah, and then no one's letting you. It's like gas. No one's going to give you free gas. No one's going to give you free electricity for I your car. I thought it was free here. No. no. no I thought, they, too. They, we ha- again, we had the, one of those mass emails that you never read. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Interesting. Well, I don't have an electric car, so I wouldn't have read it. Uh, Mike joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Mike? Uh, yeah, I say they do because the classic movie, The Bank Job, with Jason Statham. Remember, the kids were listening to the radio, and they're like, what is it? It's on the radio. Oh, no kid! I forgot about that scene. I love Jason Statham. You must love him, too, Deborah, being a uh, fan of the English accent. Yeah. Yeah. Great actor. <laughs> yeah, great actor. He is. Uh, that's right. So you do. You think criminals go home to see if they made the news. Oh, yeah, and plus to know what the blokes are doing. Yeah, you got to figure out if you're wanted or what, you know, or if there's a reward. Like, I, do you think they brag, like, oh, Crime Stoppers is offering 50 grand for yeah. me. Yeah. They're, only, they're only like 15 <laughs> yeah, grand yeah, for you. Yeah. I bet. I, I mean, they could, yeah. they're a little, humans. A little, little bragging there. Yeah, yeah. There's human, they're humans. Do you ever notice in movies that everyone's listening to one radio station? Like, as the movie progresses, yes. they're always listening to just one station, and it's always, like, in a huge city, like New York, but it's always, always just one, one yeah. station. B98.5. Yes. <laughs> the best of the 80s, 90s, and today. Uh, Tom is in Smyrna. Tom, welcome to the show. What's cooking, buddy? Hey, I, I'm not a criminal, but something happened to me back in the early 80s. Uh, this old boy was messing with my sister, and he beat her up, 
And we walked into a bar one time. It was late at night. He asked me to step outside and fight him. And I hit him so hard. When he fell, he hit the ground. He was knocked out. And there's people, hey, man, you all right? Well, I hopped in my car. I drove home, turned the TV and the radio on. To see if just to yeah, just to see if I yeah I killed him. I yeah. thought I was scared to death. How long ago was that? But, <laughs> that was like the eighty two, eighty right around there. So he he beat up your sister. What a what a jerk. Yeah, he was a jerk. Yeah, but uh, did he survive? Do we was, know? Yeah, he survived. Uh, I think I fought him one other time after that. He beat <laughs> All <it> right. Up <laughs> nice. Well, he was well enough to fight again. Well, I'm but, glad you I, stuck I, up I, for your sister's honor. Good to good on you, but, Tom. Right, but that night I thought I was a criminal ghost. I thought I killed him because they yeah. couldn't wake him up. I've, he hit uh, the ground. I, I mean, God forbid, I hope I never turn to a life of crime. But if I do, I would definitely go home and see if I, I made the news. Is that narc- I think Is that just narcissistic? Yeah, probably. I think it's human nature. crime. Like, I'm sure the kids that like play uh, high school football, they go home to see if they made the news. Like, hey, did our game make the news? I think criminals are the same. <laughs> yeah, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to play Does Alex Williams Know This Food? Still to come, Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 724, hope you're having a great uh, Friday Eve. Hope you have a great weekend. Hopefully Kirk Mellish keeps the showers away from your outdoor plans. Uh, Before we get to Alex Williams, let's uh, get some more calls on real quick. Dan joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Dan? Oh, not much. Just making my way back from Atlanta to Macon, Georgia. Have a safe trip, my friend. Thank you. So, uh, you had a question about uh, what was the criminal question. Yeah. Did... And uh, I guess I have a little sto- story about me and my buddy when we were uh, uh, really young. Uh, we were uh, playing around behind my house where there's some business places, and we thought there were empty buildings, and we were uh, noticed that a lot of the power boxes were uh, not locked down, and we were playing with the power boxes, not thinking anything of it. Come around, And that was Friday night. Come around Monday morning. We found on Channel 2 News they were looking for the people who turned off the power to Zell Miller's um, uh, headquarters. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Are you serious? Apparently so. Wow. It was, it was, I guess it was slightly a, big, slightly a big deal, like mess up some of the computers or something like that. Yeah, you picked the wrong uh, hot box to turn off. That's crazy. I'm glad you didn't get in trouble, and hopefully the statute of limitations is expired. Jim in Lithia Springs. Six callers ahead of us, Jimmy. What's going on, Jim? Not much, you. Anyway, uh, about the electric cars. Um, first, uh, we have a Publix over near us, and about two years ago, they put in charging stations, mm-hmm. which surprised me since I haven't seen a car, electric car in our county ever. But it is free, so I'm not sure about the other places. Oh, really? But this, that doesn't yeah, surprise me. Publix is the best. And uh, well, it's, it's a little strip mall, but. And um, the other thing is, you know, I'd love an electric car, but with traffic, unless they put charging stations all along 285, you know, so while we're stuck there, we can just reach out there and recharge. I don't think it would be practical for me. But I think if you're not but moving, just, it, I mean, I don't know much about electric cars, but I don't think it drains your battery if you're just sitting there, right? I, I don't know for sure. Um, but they're they're becoming superfluous here at the station for the folks that actually come to work still. Uh, Steve's in Doraville. Steve, real quick, buddy, what do you have? 
how do you charge the battery in an electric car, uh, like during an emergency or a wildfire during a brownout? How do you do it? That's always my concern with this push towards everything electric and then yeah. the grid goes down. Then what? Then what? Okay. Now, some of them are like the hybrid ones, right? They've got the the electric and gas capabilities, so you can switch back and forth. You can go both ways, if you will. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not the, Clark.com for all the info on your electric cars. Clark's been a big fan of them. I just think eventually that they are going to be the majority, not the minority. I need two contestants, Chuck, to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. It's a fun game. Call now, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, news, weather, and traffic next. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. And let me tell you something. Unless you're in Temple, it does not get any more Jewish than this. Welcome to the show, 736, 24 in front of 8 o'clock. I was laughing at the start of the show uh, because, uh, let's see, three hours ago, Chuck, uh, Loti Chuck, Charles Thomas III, who also works for Eric Erickson, had to call Donald Trump Jr. to get him on Erickson's show. I did. And now he just had to call Russ and Gainesville. <laughs> I did. So we're keeping you humble, my friend. We're yeah, keeping, nice. uh, keeping you humble. Uh, Alex Williams is going to do... Uh, does Alex Williams know this food in just a minute? But it's Friday, and it's uh, it's Chuck's favorite game. Uh, it's Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. I've been everywhere, man. It's Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Russ, happy Friday, buddy. How you doing, man? Hey, thanks. I'm great. How are so, you so six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh, Chuck called Donald Trump Jr. three hours ago, and he just called you. So how about that? That's high cotton right there, buddy. I love it, yeah. All right. You all right? You seem a little sleepy. No, I'm fine. All right, put a little pep in your step, Russ. This is a big, this is a big <laughs> deal right here. Uh, let's meet okay. our contestants for Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Chris is in Grayson. Chris, welcome to the show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Yes, uh, so I live in Grayson. Um, I would normally be at Friday Night Lights with Grayson High School, but no game. It's a bye week. They're 6-0, 2 in the state. Nice. And I uh, got time for the game tonight. Uh, excellent. Well, thank you for listening. Go Grayson. Uh, you're going to be taking on Jackie. Jackie, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Uh, Jackie, I'm from Dallas, Georgia. Um, I'm a registered pharmacist, and I've been one for almost 39 years now. So. That's amazing. That's a great gig, too. That is a great gig. So uh, it, it really is. It's, pharmacy has been very good to me. So. Yeah. it's. Uh, I've got friends that are pharmacists. They're, they're doing really well. All right, so here's the deal. It's Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Very simple game. I'm going to say a, uh, a, an action, and you just have to tell me if Russ in Gainesville has ever done that action. Very simple. It's a flip of a coin. No pressure here. We'll start with you, Chris. Has Russ in Gainesville ever eaten escargot? Has he ever eaten escargot? Snails. Yeah, I'm going to say he probably has back in his early days. All right. Russ, you ever had escargot? Uh, no, I don't think I have. I've had caviar many times. I Ca love yeah. it. I love caviar, too. I am not a fan of escargot at all. There's just something about it. Chuck, you ever had it? No, no desire? Longo, is that a Mexican delicacy? No, never no. had it. Yeah, I've had them before, but I don't recommend it. I don't care how much garlic butter you put on it. All right, uh, no point for Chris there. Jackie, here we go. Never have I ever. 
Has Russ in Gainesville ever had a mullet? You know what a mullet is, Jackie? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I remember uh, Billy Ray Cyrus and his mullet. Exactly. So very familiar what it is. Uh, yeah, I, I could see him. I could see him maybe, you know, back when he was in his 20s or 30s. Possibly. Yeah, I, I think so, sure. too. I think that's a safe bet. Russ, you ever had a mullet? No, I don't exactly know what a mullet is, but I have long hair. All right, so a mullet, a mullet is a business up front, party in the back. So your hair is short up front, but long in the back. Uh, I think Billy Ray I mean, Cyrus. I, I don't think so. I just have long hair. I no. didn't have. How about that? I've had a mullet, and Russ didn't. I had the rare Jewish Connecticut mullet in 1990. It was, and my I remember my mom begging for me to cut it, begging for me, to, and I wouldn't do it. And then a week after senior pictures, I cut it, and she was so mad. But now I have the classic senior picture of the puffy mullet. All right, uh, no points, 0-0. Zero, zero. Never have it with Russ in Gainesville. Uh, Chris, has Russ in Gainesville ever baked a pie? Is Russ a baker? Has he ever baked a pie? I'm going to say one of his girls helped him, but yes. So eventually he did bake a pie. Russ, you ever baked a pie before? Yeah, I've done some cooking a few times. Yeah, yeah, but baking a pie is not cooking. That's yeah. a different thing. Well, baking, yeah, I bake a pie. All right, yeah, apple all pie. right. Well, yeah, what kind of pie was it, Russ? Apple pie. Apple pie, All-American Russ in Gainesville. All right, you get that point, Chris. Jackie, for the tie, has Russ in Gainesville ever put graffiti on a building, like spray-painted a building with graffiti? What do you think? You have to do it at least once in your life. I, so, yeah, I think I you've agree. done it at least once. Russ, you ever graffitied a building? Yeah, I've spray painted some girls' names. Oh, like that. oh that's so romantic, <laughs> Russ. That is so romantic. I went to, I was roommates in college with a pretty famous graffiti artist in New York City. Like, the, the, legitimately, he knew, like, people knew his work. It was pretty crazy. Uh, but he never did a girl's name, Russ. He won up them there. All right, what's the score, Deborah Green, and who is up? It's 1-1, and it's Chris's turn. Hey, Chris, uh, has Russ in Gainesville ever been noodling? Do you know what noodling is? Yeah, it's for catfish. Yeah, where you, you're uh, fishing for catfish with your bare hands. Noodling, what do you think? Has he ever done it? <laughs> mm, no, I'm going to say he probably hasn't. All right. Russ, have you ever been noodling? No, I've fished many times, but I've never done that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I love fishing. Uh, I don't think I want to do noodling. I don't want to stick my arm in some strange hole and well, like catfish bites it. Did you see the other day, though, they had a record-breaking catfish in uh, South it Georgia? Made me think of it. Yeah. I, I think that's impressive, but I, I think I would have put the cat, catfish back in the water. I mean, the catfish lived that long. Let it, you know, 150 pounds. That's good eating. Uh, is it at that age? I don't know. Maybe they were um, insecure. Food, Food insecure? insecure? Yeah. yeah, possibly. All right, it is Jackie's turn. Uh, Jackie, has Russ in Gainesville ever visited the White House? Has Russ ever been to the White House? Probably, you know, on, on a, maybe a school trip or something oh, okay. like that. He might not have been invited to a state dinner, but maybe he went on the tour. No. Okay. <laughs> Russ, you ever have Russ, the biggest uh, President Trump fan in North Georgia. Have you ever been to the White House? I've been to Washington a couple of times, yes. Uh, you're, listen, you, what a politician, avoiding the answer. But have you been to the White House, Russ? <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, all right. Look at that. State dinner. He was there with the uh, prime minister of uh, some country. I can't remember. All right. Uh, last one. Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Has Russ ever... Who's up? Chris, has Russ ever been paintballing? You know what paintballing is? Oh, yeah. All right. Has Russ in Gainesville ever been paintballing? Somebody's probably talked him into it. Yeah, I think so. Russ, you ever been paintballing? Yeah, I did it one time. I, I love paint. Have you guys done paintballing? No, I've never done it, but oh, I like it's fun. It. It's fun. It's a blast. My buddy had a, a house in the mountains in Connecticut, and he, ran, he was like in high school, and he ran a business. Like, he bought all these paintball guns and then, like, set up this course in the woods behind his house. And he, like, made money. Like, he would charge. The station had us do zombie paintballing a couple years ago. Was that for just, Halloween? just shooting zombies? Yeah. Right. That's pretty self-explanatory. All right, that's it. Never have I ever with Russ and Gaines. What is the final score, Deborah Green? It is Chris 3 and Jackie 2. All right, Chris, you win, unfortunately. No, I didn't get another choice. Oh, oh, Jackie wants a chance to tie. You're right, Jackie. I'm yeah. so sorry. That was not fair. I got to let me uh, okay, Let me put Chris back on. All right, last one. Tie it up. Has uh, Russ in Gainesville ever swapped gum with somebody? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> At least, and definitely not COVID times, I hope not. No, no, um, no. Uh, That's a little on the gross side. Russ, you ever swap yeah. gum with a lady? No. Really? <laughs> I don't think so. I was, uh, let's see, this would have been seventh grade. Yeah. I, I was on the bus, and Sean Collins, rest in peace, she died, unfortunately. She was, like, the cutest girl, year older than me, and she was chewing gum, and she's like, hey, do you want, do you want, to, do you want to split this? Like, gum in her mouth. And I was, it probably was the greatest day of my life up until yeah. I got married. <laughs> like the hot girl was like, I was like, oh my God, yes. And strawberry it's almost like making out. Yeah, it was a hubba bubba for sure. It's almost like making yeah. out. Yeah, it's just so that close. So what did I do? I pulled a, uh, a, a book, a page out of Russ's book, and I sent her carnations. And she never know. gave me her gum again. No. Oh. no. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but she, no, she died on December 23rd. 1987 in a car accident. Oh, no. Yeah, it was really sad. Um, and uh, She was really young. Yeah. We sophomore in high school, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. Anyway, Russ, good job on the game. What's going on this weekend, buddy? Thank you. Uh, my youngest son is supposed to be coming here, so I'm waiting on him. Oh, nice. You got? Uh, you going to make him dinner? You going to bake him a pie? What are you Open. doing? I, I had no plans other than that. He's 21. And uh, his name's Colt. Hey, well, good, good. To, uh, I'm glad you're catching up with Colt. Does he know that you are a fixture on the Mark Aram show now? He listened to me uh, last week, I believe. He, he downloaded the app. Oh, excellent. Well, Colt, thanks for listening. We really appreciate your dad. Russ, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week, buddy. Thanks a lot, Mark. All right, there it is. Russ in Gainesville. Uh, can we sneak in? Does Alex Williams know this food? Alex, you ready to play? Yeah, why not? All right, let's play. Uh, did I tell you, Longoria? Did you have Does it ready? Does Alex Williams know go. this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? That boy don't know what that is. Alex Williams, a treasured member of the WSB Triple Team Traffic Team. He uh, bangs that app out every night. <laughs> Sending. Uh, by the way, little guy, 
I got 19 push alerts from the uh, traffic alert during the uh, debate yesterday. Dude, you, it was nuts. You were on fire last night. So here's the deal. Alex knows about traffic, uh, and he knows about sports, but he does know not know about food. Very limited food knowledge. So uh, I'm going to give Alex a food, and we'll see if he knows what the food is. You ready, Alex? Let's go. The food tonight is cannelloni. Cannelloni. What is cannelloni, Alex Williams? Uh, I mean, I just say the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Sounds like a mix between cantaloupe and pepperoni. Cantaloupe pepperoni (laughs) combo. That boy does not know what that is. That's an interesting combo. Uh, Cannelloni is an Italian dish. Uh, I figured it had to be Italian. It is a stuffed pasta. You'd enjoy it. Cannelloni is really good. Okay. So you get it at Margiano's? Uh, no, no, it's kind of old school Italian. So, um, maybe La Grata or okay. Preci, uh, Margiano's. I did. I could be wrong. They might have cannelloni, but, uh, you would, you would enjoy it. It's a good, it's a good, uh, so Alex Williams did not know that food. Have a great weekend, little guy. You guys too. All right. We're going to come back. Got a couple of fun stories to pass along. Uh, and, uh, Chuck will screen one call and then he's hit his limit for the week. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Live on a Friday, the Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. So, uh... Bulldogs are on a bye week this weekend. That's why we're not talking to Jay Black. Uh, but we do have some Georgia Bulldog news. Uh, have you guys ever been to the Georgia-Florida game down in Jacksonville? No. No. It's a bucket list item. It's Is it? Yeah. It's, well, maybe we, you know, after COVID we can all go down, get an RV. Would mm-hmm. you guys be down for that? No, there's the... Yeah, I got top bunk. Yeah. We can go hunting oh, on the way down. Chuck. Okay, all right. All right cool. Yeah. Um, so here's the deal for this year's Georgia-Florida game, November 7th. Uh, the city of Jacksonville announced today... This is the year you don't want to go. No tailgating. Like, that's the the best part of the Florida-Georgia game, Georgia-Florida game, is the tailgating. No tailgating, and face coverings will be mandatory. The game at TIA Bank Fields kicking off at 3.30 p.m. with limited capacity. Stadium parking lots will open at 12.30. Gates will open at 1.30, but due to the coronavirus pandemic, tailgating will not be permitted in stadium parking lots. Only game ticket holders will be permitted in the lots. Fans without tickets are strongly encouraged to stay clear of the downtown sports complex area. Face coverings that completely cover the mouth and nose are required. Guests will be required to wear face coverings upon entry and throughout the stadium, except when actively eating and drinking. Guests failing to adhere to this policy will be subject to disciplinary measures. So this is the year you're not, you don't want to go to the Georgia-Florida game. Yeah. But Florida, too, isn't the, the Gators, uh, didn't they have the games canceled recently because like all their players that had the COVID-19? last game, right? Yeah. yeah. But that's a fun time down there. Uh, the landing in Jacksonville, I don't think that's a thing anymore. But it was like their underground Atlanta, but safe. Oh. Okay. Um, and it was, <laughs> and uh, so we'd go there, and it was crazy. And just, but the, you know why I stopped going? Because every time I went, Georgia would lose. Like, oh, I've never seen Georgia you. win down in Jacksonville. And I'm a superstitious sports fan like the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. So when I stopped going, they started winning. So I'm like, all right, I'm just, but I'll go back down. It'll be worth it. We'll do it after the pandemic in sure. 2036. Okay. I'll, I'll, rent, it, I'll rent an RV. Well, when, it's only 16 years from now. We're rounding the corner, Chuck. We're, we're, round, we're, we're definitely we're, rounding the corner. We're rounding the corner. Um, let's see. Speaking of the COVID, uh, this is a number shocked me because I don't see this in day-to-day life. 90% of people in the U.S. are now wearing masks. 
More than 9 in 10 adults, 93%, say they sometimes, often, or always wear a mask or face covering when they leave their home and are unable to social distance. 72% say they always do. Um, that that seems high. I don't see seventy two percent of people always everywhere wearing. Everywhere I go, I don't I don't hardly ever see anybody with that one. Really? Grocery store, Home Depot, yeah. there's nothing. Most I mean, stores maybe there's are a mandated. smattering one or two. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing that Walmart. that number go down. Like when I would go to Walmart three months ago, everyone was wearing them. You have to wear it in Walmart, don't you? I don't. Well, they're not enforcing it. Really? At my the, the closest one, one to me, there's a there's a person at the door yeah, stopping you. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. Not well, at mine the, is. All right. I'm not going to throw my Walmart under the display. There's no... <laughs> really? Yeah, there's no, no one checking out. Go, like... They used to, but not anymore. And uh, Helen doesn't believe that the COVID's going on either. Because <laughs> when I went up to Helen, no one wore masks. Oh, I thought you meant Helen. Oh, no, uh, no, not Helen, a girl. Yeah, farther out, outside of the metro, you're not yeah. going to see as many. I thought yeah. you meant Tina's mom, Helen. No. All right. Um, let's two-star the show. Trying to give me in trouble. <laughs> and now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Um, Ross has been to the White House, so, I mean, come on. Are he was sure? at a state. Uh, I don't know. We'll give it to him anyway. Russ did a good job today. Everyone did a good job. Uh, good week this week. Again, I apologize for making you watch the debate last night. I'll stay out of the politics and, and predictions again. Uh, big full week of shows next week, I assume. Yes, yes, yes. We're on normal, normal stuff. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.